Aloha and welcome back to The Price for Paradise. My name's Woody, a.k.a. Creston Woods, and with me today, we have a special guest for our 100th episode. We're bringing back Walker Ramsey. My friend Walker was the co-host back in the first 25 episodes, and it's an honor to have him back on today. I had to redo this intro because the first 10 seconds got cut off, but enjoy the cast, and we'll see you in paradise. Last podcast we did, I think you just said it was 25. Yeah, so we did. 25. So me and Walker did season one together. Um, 25 episode season. We did interviews. We brought together different fun. guests together. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we had a great time. Yeah. And then Walker started to get busy with life. And so, and it was really kind of hard to get us to, you know, uh, get the guest and us living like on the other side of Arizona together, totally. like at one time. Yeah. But, yeah, so like, let's talk about what what's been going on. I've done seventy five weeks worth since then, so let's let's talk about it. Yeah, man. So I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out when that was, like, what time of year that was that we finished. We uh, taped it was that last one, December of twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Okay. So it was right at the end of the year. Geez. Okay. So we're coming up on almost two years now. Well, like one and a half. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot's happened. Uh, obviously, dude got married. Dude got married. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. did. I got married in April of 22. Congrats, um, man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that. That was a fun wedding. Yeah, yeah. It was a, that was a whole <laughs> lot of fun. Uh, thanks for coming, by the yeah, way, too. Yeah, I appreciate um, you. So, yeah, that happened. Um, and basically, the whole, you know, I had to leave uh, Woody with the whole co-hosting part of this podcast because I was just ramping up with work. Obviously, the whole wedding stuff is, you know, nothing to, to sneeze at. You know, it's a whole lot of preparation. Yeah. Not to mention wife. you have to work your job and, like, live your life on top of right, the planning right. and on yeah, top of that stuff. Exactly. And then just, you know, trips, you know, bachelor parties type stuff and all that going on. So, I had to kind of just declutter my, you know, agenda for a while. Um, but that's kind of why I left. I mean, I've still been, obviously, on the back end of everything, you know, with you and, and the podcast since then. So, you know, producing and Yeah, pretty it. much so, every week it's just like me yeah. emailing Walker the podcast. He's putting together, you know, the, the end and the beginning, making it work. So, right. yes, he's still been a part of the podcast. He's just, you know, just in the background. Yeah. Um, but, no, yeah, I'd say, like, pretty much since then, um, obviously, like, some just kind of a lot of work with revitalize and stuff. I think I mentioned that like, you know, on our previous episodes. Um, so that's been growing. Yeah. So how's revitalize been like, it's great. yeah, your mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, man. Uh, we actually have two new providers. I don't know if you met them. Um, Taylor Lofton and Angela Colpart. No. Yeah. I don't think, because I can't remember the last time you you came into the office uh, to do those breathwork videos. Breathworks and then the hyperbaric, and, yeah, right, yeah. And I'm trying to. I don't. They might have not been with us at that time, but um, they actually just uh, graduated with their uh, with their nurse practitioner license. So oh, nice. We're now kind of starting to phase some of Dr. Ramsey's patients out onto you know those two physicians because you know my mom she's getting close to wanting to kind of retire not retire but she's creating more space and time for her correct yeah Yeah. she's just trying to dial back like you know everything on her plate because she's basically she's and this might even be a low number she's like 80 percent of the business yeah she's the face of the brand she does all the patients she does everything and and being that hrt well bhrt bioidentical hormone replacement therapy is her specialty that's where all like the money is you know and then we have like complementary services like you said hyperbaric uh you know our iv room we do ozone ivs uh, hydration ivs you name it we got we got it um 
just a whole bunch of stuff like that. So, yeah, no, it's been it's been thriving. Uh, we have this um, new refined like weight loss program we, we just pot, put out and have like a course material section on our website. So, and how what does that include and entail? Uh, so it's a twelve week program, um, and there's different tiers. So the first tier is just like you sign up uh, just for the videos each week. It's basically like a 10, 15 minute video from Dr. Ramsey explaining each week um, more of the holistic side of losing weight. So not like a not like a rapid weight loss type deal, but how to it's called the lose it for life weight loss program. That's yeah. what we call it. And so it's basically about creating a lifestyle that's like sustainable for not putting back on the weight once you're done with the program, you know. So Yeah, I mean you you are what you do on a daily <laughs> basis. It's not like you can't just ramp up for a couple months and then go back to what you were doing. It's got to be something that's completely new and completely your lifestyle. hundred percent. And that's, I mean, that's what you see now with a lot of these weight loss programs is like, they're great. You know, they, they're great while the while participant on is on it. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, a month later, the person's almost back to square one. So, and, and then how great is it? If you're losing weight, great. Like, yeah, but like, how are your hormones it's, and like, right. how are the other stuff? Right. Like there's other factors to health that aren't and, just, body fat percentage exactly which, yeah. and that's that's another part of the tears so um you know another tears like adding on semaglutide i don't know if you're familiar with yeah, that i've heard about that one a lot um like joe rogan's talking yeah, about i mean it's been on it's, like some podcasts now yeah what are your thoughts on it because like so, i've seen some controversial stuff right like you still gotta yeah. put in work you still gotta do everything it's not like a miracle weight loss drug like everything you know? so i'm i'm not an expert in it in this at all so i want to disclaimer like if i say something incorrect about this i'm, I'm just not as caught up on the science of it as like yeah. you know our physicians are um to my knowledge it started out as ozempic which is a diabetes drug i believe um and ultimately i think semiglutide it's obviously like a, a main factor in ozempic i believe and it kind of just shuts off your um uh, your appetite for a, for a while and it makes you kind of feel so a little it's an jittery. appetite suppressant yeah yeah it's an a, I, I believe um you know when it generalized it's, it's an appetite suppressant and um but yeah i mean I, i've seen so my mom's boyfriend john i'm not sure if you met him before but he's yeah. he was uh you know he was not fat by any means but he was kind of chunky before he started getting on this on this shot and i know we're kind of getting off topic here but he's yeah. lost a ton of weight in like a short amount of time so the whole pre the whole premise of this weight loss program is to is to get people to into that second program with the semaglutide so they lose a lot of weight fast but then in the 12 week program with my mom's videos she goes through meditations and stuff to kind of anchor the habits okay. and stuff that yeah. you do along this journey um so with those two kind of combined, we were hoping for, you know, long lasting results. So, um, do you think people should still maintain muscle mass by lifting a little bit of weights or doing stuff on 100%. top of like the semi-glutide? Cause I feel like that's like where people are like, Oh, now I got a shot that gives me weight loss. Right. And then it's like, Oh, I stopped doing those other things. And then it's like, Oh, that's not giving me the weight loss that I was looking for. Well, you have to still have that lifestyle, right? Totally dude. And that's, I mean, that's what's addressed in the 12 week program. So yeah. like week Perfect. one, week yeah. one is like just you know it's called letting go so it's letting go of a lot of the beliefs that you are um like your relationship with food and and stuff like that so it's just a whole lot of just like kind of it's 
prep work for prep this, work. right? And, and then so- I think like week four, we get into fitness, um, stuff like that. There we and go. Then there's nutrition. So there's, you know, it's, it's the holistic part of weight loss that we're kind of going for. But amazing. Cause like not you, a lot of times, like you'll go to like a holistic physician and they'll just give you the semi-glutide, right? right. Like, and it's like, oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, that's a great, you know, way of doing it. But if you set it up properly with a primer, totally 12 weeks, yeah. like that's a primer. You have to really be all in yeah. at 12 uh, weeks, right? You just, you just nailed it is, is the, the participants that are all in, they watch the videos every week. They, they stay on top of, cause we have, um, you know, certain, uh, charting methods for them to keep track of their weight and what they did that day, what they ate that day. So like if they stay on top of that, man, it's just all about the buy-in, you know, and awareness, it's just with everything. Right? Like, it's like, just with everything. Yeah. So, and so. The people who buy in and, you know, cause we'll have, you know, kind of getting stereotypical here, but like, you know, really rich Scottsdale people come in and just want to lose weight and they don't really pay any attention to like what the program entails. They just say weight loss program. They sign up, they don't watch a single video and it's just like, yeah, and they're like, oh, I didn't lose any weight. It's like, well, yeah, you're not putting in the effort. Like, yeah, like, you want to spend the money? Like, just go get liposuction at that. Now, point. yeah, exactly. Like, we we have all of like the tools to give you. Like, we can point you in the right direction, but right. you still have to walk that path. Yeah, like, totally. you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we got that going on. That's up and running. Um. As of the last month, I'd say. Uh, that was a pretty long project to put together, but that's going good. Um. And then, yeah, kind of getting ready for our, our busy season is kind of the fall because that's when all the snowbirds come back oh, and, yeah. and uh, get their treatment here. So, um, But it's been great, man. Yeah, Revitalize has been really good. And, uh, yeah, everything's been great with that. Yeah. And then after that, so, like, what have you been up to, like, in the meantime, like, mm-hmm. like, like you yourself? And so I've seen you playing lots of golf. <laughs> um, probably my favorite person to follow on Twitter um, because, honestly, not even a lot of people use Twitter like that anymore. Yeah. So, like, yeah. It, oh, yeah. it fascinates me. And it makes me, like, so happy to see someone really going out there and actually using it yeah, man. to where it's supposed to be used. So, um, yeah, tell me what you've been up to. Uh, yeah, like you said, a lot of golf. Um, recently, I haven't, obviously, I mean, because, as well, you know, that this summer has just been relentless as far as like the zero rank. Well, I guess down here it's might not as be as bad because we live 40 minutes away, but, um, but up where I live, we haven't gotten a single drop of rain since like, I don't know when were those storms in spring, like April, something like that. So. Yeah. I mean, it's rained here a couple times, um, okay. in the past few weeks, oh, but yeah, like see, we only, haven't been getting any of that. And it's just like super humid and hot afterwards. Yeah. Today is actually, you know, cloudy I and know. like not yeah. too bad. Like I'm, I'm hoping when, when I get back home, there might be a little bit of rain. At least that's what my radar said on my, on my weather app. But anyways, um, yeah, golfing, uh, haven't been taking care of myself as well as i should be you know since getting married uh you know that's you kind of a stereotypical like, I mean, like, thing right like you had like the fun of like did you guys go on like a honeymoon yeah. and enjoy yeah. it yeah. yeah so basically yeah it kind of you know 2022 was a just a whirlwind of a year and even up to now like the first part of 2023 the first half has been crazy but yeah we went to jamaica for our honeymoon the week after so <laughs> yeah. and it was an all-inclusive so i ate and drank just like live the dream disgusting. right like, like yeah but i look back at it and i'm like just so disgusted with how i how, like ten thousand calorie days week, and but, like oh uh, man but it was still it was it was beautiful i, I don't think i've had like a week-long break since i graduated uh college so that was like a really nice we forget about like you know oh, like when we were kids and we had like a whole summer off right. and we're like yeah wow i was thinking about what, that the other what a day. time i was thinking about <laughs> it the other day I, I dude just, swindled that time that yeah. was so much fun mm-hmm. <laughs> like now you get you get like two days off and it's like that's a long break right yeah so um yeah golf uh and then this 
the first part of 2023, my wife and I had a lot of trips kind of planned and just kind of social outings. So, um, you know, when you kind of get in the rhythm of doing those things and saying yes to every time someone asks to go out and everything like that, it's really easy to fall out of the habit of taking it's care pattern, of yourself. Yeah. Right. Like, like, so like yeah. you've set a new like lifestyle Exactly. And so now your lifestyle pattern is this and yeah. it's going out on the, you know, Friday night with your friends totally. that want to go out again. Yeah. And they're on a pattern too. So like you guys are connecting on that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, and it's been great, dude. I'm not saying like, you know, obviously taking care of yourself should take pr- priority your over social everything. social health has been good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, it's funny because for me, at least the last couple of years, as as my social health goes up, my physical health kind of goes down, it's and a little vice versa. <laughs> yeah. When my physical, when I really put emphasis, which we'll talk about in a little bit here, kind of the health journey I've been on, um, I kind of don't have, I don't crave going out anymore. Like, like it's easier for me to like say no because I don't like cutting out, not cutting out, but limiting alcohol consumption is like one of the biggest things especially for me and like my health yeah um so you know when i i it's hard for me to find that balance of like a good social life and physical life i'm sure i'll find that like i think the pendulum swings back and forth and then like over time it starts to swing less and less and then you get better and that's like kind of like evens out where you're like i'm having that social life and a couple beers here and there you know and then like working out and it's hard and, and for us i think it's kind of a different story because being college athletes, you're used to working out literally every day, maybe six days yeah. a week. And and you're still able to keep a social life because it's just what you know. Well, yeah, but and, then you trade off like like how many so, student athletes did you know that were like the best students too, right? right. So like they're picking yeah, two go. of the three, yeah. right? You, yeah. you get like either a student athlete who's really good in school and really good athletically. And then you have like the social life too, yeah. right? You, you just trade off on one of them. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. No, that's 100% right. Um, but... So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of been what I've been up to. And then um, I'm sure we'll probably transition to this at some point. But we went to uh, Montana for a family reunion on my wife's side uh, over my birthday. And we actually flew home on my birthday, which was July 31st. Nice. Um, well, happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and so we got home that night and I was just like, I was just curious because it was another one of those, you know, family reunions, you're drinking, you're having fun, you're eating just a ton and just saying hi, you're not doing much for yourself, you know, actively. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we get back home, I step on the scale and Woody, I read 240 pounds. 240? Yeah. That's what, is that what, what, That's what the, you... it's the most I've ever, it's like, yeah what's your equilibrium like what do you usually set at i would say like 215 220 okay so yeah so yeah that's just like kind of a that's kind of a representation of how the start of 2023 went for me um and not really doing anything excessive you know like not alcoholism not like not doing anything crazy. It's just like the oh, compounding days of, over time, of like not, a year and a half of like right. you know just honeymoon phase. Yeah, right. It really was. Yeah, no, and that yes, totally right. It's probably about that year and a half. But then, so I saw that, and I it was honestly, um, it was more than just a oh whoa, got to dial it back a little bit. It was like seeing two forty on a scale is like you've never i've never like even even thought it was gonna happen 30 dude i thought like at most i'd be maybe 230 like because you know indulging and stuff um 
So I was like, okay, we need to make some serious changes. Um, and then that, so that following Monday, cause we, or Tuesday, I guess it would have been, um, I was just, let's get serious about this and like, let's hold yourself accountable. So I've started going to the gym. I'm now up to five times a week. There we go. Uh, doing a lot more, um, just kind of self education and, and, and stuff like that. I've, I've re I've started re-listening to atomic habits by James clear. What a phenomenal book. You know, for my money, it's helped me the most out of any book, like ever. ever. Yeah, yeah. So. Like it, it's like out there with like being the most. Yeah, like I, I say, impactful books, just because it it brings all of it together into one. And he and he explains it in such a clear and concise way. So it's so I've been doing that. You know, listening to that, meditating more, um, just really kind of trying to dial it in a little bit. You know, because I I would just like. That seeing 240 on the scale was kind of like a a switch for me. That was like your where, reality check. Where that I was, was that like, one? Because it's it's always easy to be like, oh, I'll get back in the gym. But I was like, no, dude, this is it's now or it's like, now. If, or, if or I'm going to let this go going, worse, right? Yeah, if I yeah. let this keep going, I'm not sh like you know. It's a trend. Yeah. So for that reason, I kind of I haven't cut out like my social life, but I've definitely been doing less like of it. And oh, I still golf and stuff. But <laughs> well, like yeah, you change one big thing though. You had five days a week of working out. Like yeah. that'll be the massive. You know, at least the calories you're eating start get used as more and you know you're not having like I know, the body starts working a little bit better for you 100 percent. yeah 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 so uh yeah man that's kind of where i've been at uh since oh. you know episode 25 i know that's kind of <laughs> been a long-winded answer um but uh yeah i don't think i skipped over anything but uh well we did uh he did have a, his own little podcast along the way and oh, so he had a podcast a day, a day which was right. such a cool little series that he did. Do you know and what's so funny about that, that you bring that up, dude, is I started that um, after the first time that I listened to Atomic Habits. Because one of the things he talks yeah. about, and I forget what chapter. You made chapter, an episode about it. Yeah, 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 exactly. One of the, one of the um, uh, chapters he talks about his writing career and how he just started on jamesclear.com, publishing an article, not sure, not sure if anyone would read it or enjoy it and he just kept doing it just by repetition he didn't know how good it would be and then all of a sudden his email list has ten thousand subscribers you know hundred thousand and then just so like like with the consistency right, and the so, compound effect like you were saying about anything yes yeah, so it i works in the right direction too totally uh so i challenged myself like after hearing that i was just kind of inspired i was like because i know how to do the podcasting stuff and um and all that so i was like i'm gonna try and just podcast every day for a whole month like every day like monday yeah. tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday and uh and i talked about a variety of things i mean sports golf uh dude your arizona diamondbacks one right was oh, yeah. my absolute favorite <laughs> i think everyone commented on oh, that yeah, one that, like that one was huge that was fun for me to make because i was able to kind of like go back and relive a lot of those moments that i'd forgotten about that yeah. whole thing so um yeah that was fun but that yeah it was a cool little project i never really saw that being something like long term unless it took off but yeah you know i was i wasn't really promoting it i was doing it that more was for the challenge thing, yeah. yeah i was doing it for the challenge of myself and just like holding myself accountable to every day for 31 days doing a podcast and i did it so some of them were not as good as others you know kind of like how james clear talks about his writings so like you know that's just uh it's about showing up that's one of my favorite lines in the book it's yeah, just about being the man in the arena it's just you can't about yeah. showing up and Obviously, like once you expound on that, once you are doing it for a long period of time, there's expectations that come along with that. But 
you know, just getting started, just showing up is, is the biggest thing. Get so. in the gym. Just be there. If you're there, I guarantee you, you're going to make results after about five days a week showing totally. up to the gym, just being there. He talks about, um, I don't know if it's one of his friends or colleagues about his weight loss journey and how he just hated going to the gym. And so that he literally made a goal for the first week, just go to the gym and just work out for five minutes and then, and then get home. And so make it a routine. And so he would do that. And then people would kind of look at him weird, like, Oh, he's only showing up for five minutes. And then, you know, a few weeks go by. He's, he's like, well, I'm already here. Might as well start going, you know? And so it's just, uh, yeah, man, I can't, I can't stress enough how much that book has helped me and just put things into perspective. So for any yeah. of those listening, Atomic Habits, James Clear, I'm sure we've talked about yeah, it on this no, podcast. No, I mean, I've uh, mentioned a lot, but it's one of the best. It's, so it's truly can it's be said game changing. Times, yeah. If you're ever lost, you know, career wise, fitness wise, social, anywhere in your life, I mean, it's a very, <laughs> I don't want to say guide, but it's a very, uh, it's a good structure. It's a good, yeah, it's a good, like just follow um, the structure a little bit and then it'll put you on a better path. Totally. Yeah. The trajectory. Yeah. But yeah, man, that was a, it was a fun project to do, but, uh, yeah. Very cool. And so, um, now bringing it back to what I was saying is your, your Twitter game is amazing. <laughs> and so now it's X actually. So we can't right, call right. it, yeah. yeah, we can't call it Twitter anymore, yeah. but, uh, it's Elon's thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? I don't know. Um, Do you think it's gonna think it's like kill odd, Twitter? No, I no. mean no. I don't. I don't think it will. I think it's an odd thing to you know have a company like Twitter that's been marketed as Twitter for I don't know when did it come out like twenty ten or something. You're so using for the that better, brand name, right? Like, the, like because it's such a big name, people know what Twitter is, right? So for the better part of fifteen years, um, you know, Twitter has been marketed as Twitter, Bluebird, you know, and then. All of a sudden, Elon Musk buys Twitter, makes all these changes, and then changes it to X. I don't. I don't think it's going to be the death of Twitter because I truly think it's it's the it's one of the only platforms. I I say that because I don't know all platforms out there, but it's one of the only ones that you can pretty much share your ideas on anything as long as they're not like absurdly radical. Uh, yeah, and but if you have any basis for it, you can throw it out there. Exactly, yeah. And so, yeah, there's a lot of people who argue on Twitter because of that reason, like, alone. But at least it's open discussion. It's open discussion, right. And I think that's... Uh, um, and obviously I never like get into like poli- the political realm. It's more about like sports and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're always <laughs> arguing with like, this guy's... Uh, you know. uh, but like, so, you know, but I think there is a, like an arena in Twitter where... There is a lane for for you know political content and stuff like that you know because it's like it's an open source platform for people to have conversations and debates and stuff like that so I don't know uh, I saw something I don't know this might have been yesterday morning I was reading something about the censorship on Twitter potentially going up or X <laughs> such a yeah. habit, uh, going up so I'm not sure about that but we'll see I mean I think Elon Musk he'll be fine I, a lot of, he's got a lot of haters right now though yeah yeah <laughs> no he's up and down in the you know uh, I guess like mainstream media world like you know yeah. some people think he's like a prophet and other people think he's like the devil and so, so we have like both sides of that he's such a like an interesting character though because He's, he's obviously brilliant, right? Like, he's obviously, like, one of the smartest men in the world. Yeah. Created SpaceX. He's done all these things. Tesla, whatever. He couldn't it. have got to where he is without being as intelligent right. as but he is. But then, like, I don't know how often you go on Twitter, but for me, it's like a, like, it's a daily thing for me. Yeah. And, um... And he'll just post like memes, like like funny, weird like, memes. And it's like, dude, like it's just it's bizarre to see. I mean, I, I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to be like, you know, he's trying to be part of the people. Right. You know, like, yeah, you know. but 
Yeah, I, I like Elon Musk. I have nothing uh, against him at all. Um, he, <laughs> Some he, of his tweets he, are weird, though. He, he's got a lot of weird tweets, um, and he's he's you know he's a weird character for sure. But I, <laughs> I hope know. he fights Zuckerberg. I think I was that, gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna bring that up. Dude. Yeah. What do you think about that? I, I think that that would be such a funny like uh, I guess promo for both of them. But like, yeah, I don't know if it would go anywhere. Dude, wouldn't you know? that be just like the perfect depiction of where we're at in this world right now? <laughs> just like two yeah. billionaires like just, just going at it. One of them owns cage like, match it, yeah, like in a coliseum or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. No, I love Twitter though. I mean, I go on a, I, uh, that's kind of my source of the news. I don't watch the news because we don't have to get what into do that. You, I mean, like, like what, what can you believe exactly, out there exactly, anymore? Exactly and and right. which source do you go to for news? Yeah. And like, it is what it is. Yeah. So I go on there for my news and just kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll jab some friends every now and then and it'll be, it's fun. I, I like Twitter though. Or <laughs> X. It's going to take a while for me to get used to that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. And talk to me a little bit about like some of the things you tweet, like, like talk about Arizona sports, like yeah, what, what's happening with the D-backs. <clears throat> Ooh. And I uh, get into what, this. Yeah. You, you want to talk for a few hours. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I just need, I just need the rundown of like what's going on with Arizona sports. And okay. because I know you're a sports guy and yeah. I'm not as well versed as I would like to be. So just, you know, give me the, give me the news. Oh, I got you. Um, well, I mean, have you been following the D-backs this year very much? <laughs> I've been watching the record go, oh, dude, we're better than normal, and we're yeah. better than we thought we were going to be, and then classic after the All-Star break kind of work for the D-backs. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually <laughs> writing a piece on this right now, so that's funny. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but, yeah, man, I uh, I didn't have uh, very high expectations for them coming into the year. You know, young squad. We had some aging veterans on – not too friendly contracts like Madison Bumgarner, you know, stuff like that. And that you saw that turned out and that. Yeah. Uh, so obviously start the season against LA and San Diego. I think we split with them. So that was like huge. And then we were like, okay, so this might be something. And then our young studs start going off. Corbin Carroll, uh, Jake McCarthy struggled a little bit. Alec Thomas was doing well. We had some young arms doing well. Uh, and then everything started to click. And we had the best record in the in the National League West up until the All Star break, and yes, over the Dodgers as well. Uh, and then we just kind of started to fall apart, bro. And I think it's because um, long season or yeah, I mean, I think especially for some of those younger players and rookies with you know 162 game season, they probably they've never done anything like that. Even the minors, yeah. I mean, they they finish up a month earlier than the MLB. So, um, so probably some of that, my biggest gripe about the season so far is that our GM, Mike Hazen didn't go out and get the pieces like in the free agent market or like even make something happen make some that trades. we're winning. We're, we're in first place. Like make something happen. Yeah. And, and he eventually did. He got a closer, Paul Seawald from the, um, from the Mariners and then a yeah, couple other they, pieces. And they traded our, our boy Josh. Yeah. Josh Rojas <laughs> yeah. is part of that deal. That's I right. Know. Yeah. It's a bummer to see him go. I know. Um, but then we also oh we got Tommy Pham too he's been a good good addition uh, but yeah I think those those uh, moves were too little too late you know I think because we got him at the deadline like that day and by that point we were already out of first place by I don't know six and a half games <laughs> yeah, probably like, more than come that on, dude. Um, but then now we're starting to kind of come back a little bit we're playing the Padres right now we, we got a double header to like, today what's our record sixty two and sixty one so we got to get to what like eighty five games to get a playoff spot uh, yeah I mean the NL is so packed right now because you got like the cubs and the and the reds and the uh brewers or uh the giants 
uh, all like kind of stacked up in the wild card race. It's crazy, dude. The the whole it's going to be insane. But that's where we're at with the D backs. Cardinals not going to be a good year. I mean, oh, you man. probably already I mean, knew that. Yeah, that. Uh, I mean, we're having restructuring. We have players leaving. Then yeah, it's yeah. bad. Um, but I think I, I think they're going to be bad. I don't think they're going to be as bad as everyone thinks. Everyone's like predicting like a one-two win season. Well, I think we're going to win at least more than four games. I I, I do. I actually think they're going to win. They're. Uh, their win total there is set at four and a four and a half games, I believe, on Bet MGM, and I think I want to take the over because, dude, this Clayton Tune guy, I think I have some, uh, I have some hope in. He's the guy who's going to be behind Colt McCoy to start the season. He's the quarterback that we took, and um, I really like our new regime. Jonathan Gannon is head coach. Um, our new front office is nice, so I think our culture is starting to get like built like. Brick by brick, you it know? just so, needs a couple years to like take years, hold. Totally, yeah, yeah. And then Ky- the whole mystery with Kyler coming back this year. I mean, who knows what week it'll be? And then if we if we truly do have the worst record in this, you know, of the season, we might go and grab Caleb Williams from uh, USC. So who knows what's going to happen with Kyler, man? I'm really interested in seeing that. But yeah, um, but yeah. And then the Suns, obviously, yeah, they're probably the most exciting uh, in the Valley right uh, now. Kevin Durant. Uh, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, DeAndre Ayton's been playing good in the FIBA World Cup uh, for uh, the the Bohemian team. So yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, there's a lot of uh, interesting things. The Suns have been so close, dude. Ah, They're they're just like right there, and they've been there for like a couple years now. And we're just like, ah, can we just push over the edge? Can we just win something in Arizona, bro? And each (laughs) each year that goes by, it makes it hurt even more to know that we were up two nothing in the finals against the Milwaukee Bucks, and then just oh man, four straight. We lost four straight, and then it was just like the game when uh, Giannis hit like 21 for 21 on free throws, and you're like, dude, if if he hit his normal free throw percentage we would have been fine yeah, <laughs> like like yeah. he just clutched oh. up and that guy he took it himself on that one yeah. it was crazy i know yeah so it'll be fun man i'm really looking forward to the sun season the the sun season and this new i don't know if have you seen the new um in-season tournament they're trying out no yeah so i guess their their whole goal with it is to try and um not eliminate but reduce the amount of like load management games because obviously, like, there's a that's been a huge problem in the NBA for a while. It's just like big name players sitting out just to like take a day off. Where and the, and the huge thing about that is like you don't know if there was a kid who was like saving up all of his money for one ticket just to see like LeBron James play, and then he just wants to take a night off because yeah, he's just you know. So I mean, I don't know. That's that's kind of a been a thing. And uh, but anyways, this this tournament is aiming to kind of get rid of some of that by uh, offering an incentive so the winner of the in-season tournament i think gets like five hundred thousand dollars or something like that per player i believe oh. um, but it's a weird format dude so they play like four different teams in group play and then something like the best uh, records out of all those make like a tournament and it's not a huge deal is it in the middle of the season it's in the middle of the season dude so it starts in november so it's a it's a weird there's a thing. first half there's a tournament and there's a second half yeah well the tournament yeah so the final i think the championship game i was doing some reading on this yesterday is december 7th or 9th or something like that so that's when the championship game is but like group play starts in the beginning of november so these games are mixed in with the regular schedule it's super weird. Dude. Whoa. Yeah. So yeah, so super... you're going to your like regular season game and yeah. then you go to your tournament game and then you go 
back and forth? Yeah. So off the top of my head, so there's so there's different groups. The Suns group is it's the Suns, the Lakers, uh, Trailblazers, Jazz, uh, and then one other team that I'm forgetting. Um, I believe that's it. But anyways, you play each of them one time, and then I guess they're gonna take the top whatever amount of teams and kind of do their own tournament around December. But yeah, I don't know. It's a new thing they're trying out this year. And if it, if it works, if it reduces load management, I mean, I'm all for it because yeah. I mean, I'd like to see the best players every night, you know? <laughs> so, uh, we'll see though, but yeah, that's new. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, anything else like uh, going on, like any future, uh, you know, things in the works for you or, um, you know, as business, like what's, what's up? Yeah. Um, so I've, I've kind of been dabbling in some different areas. Uh, cause I'm, I'm eventually looking to kind of, uh, switch careers once my mom is phased out of revitalized, like once we're able to kind of, which won't be for a couple you know, a few years down the road, I'm assuming could be earlier, but, um, I'm kind of just dabbling in some other career opportunities. Um, right now so i, I kind of was looking into cybersecurity, found out that wasn't my cup of tea now i'm starting to do some uh, freelance writing actually which is what i was talking about i started a piece on the diamondbacks that i'm gonna i think publish next friday do so. you use ai and do you, you are you um on on that or do you use like do you write it yourself like what's your um program oh, it, with that because chat gpt is like massive for copywriting nowadays yeah, and dude, i mean everything you see blog post wise is probably ai enhanced it's insane yeah and uh i so no i i don't use those tools for mine because the the kind of gigs that i'm like trying to um you know get for for writing are like articles they're not like copywriting for or seo writing for websites and stuff they're like thought-provoking articles yeah. um so that's kind of my lane right now and because i was thinking the same thing because I, I took a whole course on it and they were saying copywriting is like the goal or the gold mine of, of the writing. I'm like, well, they have all these AI tools now that really kind of just do it for you. How many like copywriting jobs might be gone? I mean, I don't yeah. know. I could be totally wrong about that, but that was my first thought. Yeah, no, they definitely probably will be. Yeah. Um, but I'm dabbling in different things, man. Uh, mainly kind of on the weekends and stuff because I got revitalized during, you know, Monday through Friday. Um, but I'm doing a lot of that, obviously, like I said, getting back in the gym, doing a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, dude, just, um, just gonna, just trying to make my, cause that's really like the flip of the switch was I turned 26. I'm like, damn, I'm overweight. You know, I, I would like to figure out what, where, what my career is going to look like moving forward, you know, after revitalize. Um, so I just started making these changes and I've really liked them, dude. If it's gone a long way as far as like my happiness goes and, and just stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Dude, love to hear it, brother. Let's talk about you though, man. Cause I haven't uh. seen you in a little bit. What's, uh, what's podcasting been like for you ever since, uh, I dipped out of here. <laughs> podcasting has been interesting. I haven't missed really a week. Yeah. No, um, you've been consistent. I dude. took a little break between first and season and second season, but then I kind of rolled through season two oh, into season God. three. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, 
massive appreciation for you and still just like just putting it up for me man like this is this has been really helpful and i couldn't have done the podcast without you so that's like massive gratitude for that brother of course and then uh but yeah dude i've had some fascinating interviews it's been the best networking tool it's been the best like learning tool for me and i get to ask questions to experts and they give me like some of the best answers that they can give and it's uh, I can't even, the, the value is immense. And so, uh, I can't say enough about how much like fun this is. And like, it's probably my favorite part of the week is to Hell like yeah. get on the, the mic and talk to somebody and just like, you know, talk story about what they do and like their passions. Right. Because, you know, that's like, it's been, yeah, it, I, I see why people like Joe Rogan and just like, they just do it just to do it. Right. Like they don't do it because they, uh, want to be famous or do anything like it, yeah you could whatever mm-hmm. but he just like does it because it's fun yeah oh no he, the, he's stated multiple times like like selfishly he loves it because he's just like naturally a, a genuinely curious person so like yeah. when you're when you're curious about any and everything like you can really talk to anybody about any subject yeah and you can and learn, learn something more about from anyone exactly. like yeah. there's not a person and then we're all on these like different like growth journeys and paths right and so and it's it's fun because you can like either give your input that would help them and then they're like oh yeah but in this different area of life you also are lacking here and then i can give you that tip right yeah. we can all work together and you know build like a better foundation of knowledge yeah and yeah yeah man i've been impressed because uh you know like you said this is episode number 100 i mean that's that's something to hang your hat on bro like that's impressive and it's not like your podcast ever lacks substance like there's always like good shit on there yeah no i'm I'm serious about that like um like congrats 100 episodes is a a huge deal like that i mean because we started this what did we say 21 summer 2021 something like that so it's still going two, two years dude like that's that's so huge and i've been looking at like the listenership too it's not like you're getting one or two people each week like you're getting 50 sometimes like up to i've seen up to 100 downloads like each episode yeah so, so it's uh you're you definitely have like found your your niche in here for sure yeah and i think i'm just gonna you know keep doing it forever like it's like it's yeah. like one of those things where you're like it's a journal for me so i can go totally, back dude. and like like oh look at this memory like or like hey client here's a nutrition podcast that i did mm-hmm. with an actual nutrition expert from like my you know understanding of what nutrition is and it's just so helpful spot on dude yeah to have like the information archived in a podcast format is a huge benefit especially for what you do you know because everyone not everyone's going to need the same supplement or the same advice for you know exercise stuff like that and if you can direct them to one specifically that suits their needs I mean, yeah that, like i don't have hashimoto's but i interviewed exactly. someone that right. has it yeah, right yeah. you know yeah and yeah so, i remember that rachel smith right? yeah, yeah rachel yeah that was a fun one um so moving forward do you have like any plans to change the podcast keep doing it like the way that you've been doing it or yeah so um i definitely want to scale a little bit yeah um i mean podcasts nowadays are all video Mm -hmm. so like going to the video realm and like having the ability to clip video clips and content that way and market it on social media better yeah um i feel like the podcast will grow exponentially once i start doing that um being an audio only podcast has its limitations totally um now i 
I personally just like like listening to audio better. Like I don't need the YouTube video, but right. I understand that that's like what the public needs, right? Like that's what more is just going to give you more channels. Right. Yeah. And I would say like different uh, kinds of podcast. And when I say kind, I mean like different genres of podcasts do better with visual stuff. So I listen to like a lot of comedy podcasts. I'm a big comedy fan. Yeah. So I don't know if you know Your Mom's House or like Two Bears, One Cave I've with Tom Two Segura. Bears, One Cave, yeah. Yeah, it's all under uh, the same production. But um, I, I like watching those like on YouTube if I ever have like a little bit of time because like the visual elements of that. But, you know, like while you were saying that, I like I don't know. I mean, obviously, a visual podcast will help any podcast grow. But as far as like your lane, I mean, audio is is really kind of probably the way that most people like take like digest your podcast. Yeah. Um, But uh, like you said, I mean, why not? Why not go to the video realm because you never know who's going to tap in and it might as well it might be better you know than the audio you never know and i think it's more about like the ease of content creation for me Mm -hmm. whereas if i have video content and taking those clips is just more instagram posts and more things that absolutely are gonna be uh it wouldn't take me as much time to post right where that's like the big problem is like you only have so much time currency right and so it takes a long time to like edit social media posts and like i get like influencer stuff's kind of hard like compared to like if you want to actually have good content with you know edited posts and you know captions and this and that it takes time i know and so having the availability to be like hey i already have it i just need to throw it through an ai that give me some captions and then now that's a couple minutes versus me you know going out making a video talking to it yeah <laughs> you know 30 minute session editing you yeah. know all that well and to add on to that um you know if you're if you're truly looking to scale and like monetize the podcast and hopefully get some sponsors and stuff like that having Definitely. having the visual aspect because like let's just say you're sponsored by what we're drinking here yeah. Uh, I don't want to say the name because they should sponsor you. And, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm <laughs> uh, not giving any free press. Uh, but you can just kind of have that like turn to the camera because that's what I see in a lot of these visual podcasts is a lot of the uh, sponsors and, and stuff like that. The products are usually kind of out there. The for liquid to see. death that they're holding, exactly. right? Exactly. Like they're, they're hitting the marketing channels by just being like placements. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's an ins- that's a very fascinating marketing story, uh, the liquid death thing. But um, Yeah, for sure. But uh, – yeah, dude, I think that'd be a. I think that'd be awesome to kind of delve into video podcasting. And too. plus, I am gonna start. So, me and my cousin have been trying to build a separate business um, on the side, and it's a nasal strip business. And so, I've seen this on Instagram. I think don't don't you have a page or something like that? Yeah. So we just started to you know put together some a website, get our LLC, get Sweet. you know an Instagram page, trying to build like the foundation before we actually have the product. We're talking with manufacturers right now and we're getting our prototypes in and we're testing out different nasal strips and stuff like that so i'm using like the podcast to be another good marketing channel for my um future business that could be nasal strips right and then i could self-sponsor myself at least to get the ball rolling absolutely and it would be another just channel for that and so uh, i have a massive belief in nasal strips i think that they are such an easy like health fix and they make a massive difference for sense on you know tell me about because i don't know much about nasal strip i've seen i've seen that i, I just don't know like yeah you'll what see the like some influencers are. out there wearing them like uh alex hormozy or like some of those guys they have the the nasal dilator right so it's like a it's kind of like a band-aid right you right. put it right on the bridge of your nose and it 
pulls up the edge of the skin, right? So you get better airflow into the nostrils. Okay. And so you put it on before bed or like before workout. And so when you get better um, nasal airflow um, during sleep, you don't have to breathe through your mouth, right? And so like you have less sinus congestion and then you're doing less mouth breathing overnight. Mm -hmm. That's eight hours of training a good breathing pattern, right? And so once you get that dialed, um, your health is going to turn around, right? Uh, when your air is filtered and humidified and goes deeper through the nose yeah. versus that like dry mouth that, you know, where you have that back of that throat that's all scratchy because you were breathing through your mouth all night, right? Yeah, that totally and makes so, sense. Like, like one of the easiest health fixes is learn to breathe through your nose at night. And then for me, I did a marathon this past year and I saw that. Congrats, by the yeah, way. Thanks. Brother. Yeah. And yeah. so for the marathon, I used the nasal strip for the first 20 miles before it sweated off me. And oh. so like, maybe I need to make a better performance one yeah, um, yeah. when I make my brand, but, uh, it really did make the difference. So like when I was at mile, you know, 18, 19, 20, I could feel it starting to come off and one side came off before the other. Right. And so I could feel like one nostril kind of like close up oh, on God. me and it wasn't like so much that I couldn't breathe through it. It was just a noticeable difference. I got right. You. And yeah. so I'm getting less airflow sure. and then I take it off and then both of them close up just a little bit and I could tell it's just harder to breathe. Yeah. And so it, it's like the minor things in those 26 mile race it's like four hours out there but like if you could make a little difference for three of those hours right with a nasal strip it could make the difference in the long run and the whole race huh interesting i gotta try that out then yeah and, and with that i mean i'm sure like if you wear it at night it it, it reduces snoring because yep, you're not 100 percent. yeah yeah huh. so you don't have to breathe through your mouth it reduces snoring and uh, other people do mouth taping right i've heard i've seen that trend yeah that's a little uh that's a little too much that's for a me. little hard yeah we talked about it on the last podcast my buddy he puts it on his mouth and then he wakes up in the middle of the <laughs> like he's like freaking out yeah, like he's like about to suffocate yeah. yeah so like if you do mouth tape i do recommend doing a nasal strip in combination right so you don't have that issue yeah um but yeah you'll see like world's tennis number one she was doing training with her mouth's tape on so that she would only play with through her nose wow and so training that you can work up to like 90 percent heart rate through your nose only huh and so but you have to adapt it right your sinuses are like adaptable that's crazy so yeah that's insane so nasal strips is going to be like the next thing um, in line to add to the practice and Love you know it's a little way i can help everyone breathe better and it's like where i can make more impact than say like my breathing class or like a client right like i can work with you know 50 people in a month or you know but i can only work i can help hundred thousand people with a nasal strip right totally. you know or yeah. a million people if i really you know grow this brand i like the way you think yeah, yeah man yeah dude well you're killing it uh i'm honored that you asked me to be back on for this hundredth episode Dude, hundred episode i had to bring you back man. yeah yeah uh i wish we could see each other more man but we just live so damn far <laughs> i know i know we'll make uh, the most of it with our wellness day after this we're gonna yeah. go hop in the sauna oh, and yeah, cold baby. plunge right I'm now looking so. forward to this dude it, it, it's been a pleasure thanks man for coming back absolutely this is awesome and anytime uh, guys we'll catch you guys next week on the price for paradise hopefully we're video soon oh yeah aloha aloha